you're listening to a teaching from Sundown Church. We hope you encounter God through our podcast and experience freedom in your life. So we've arrived, but to what? If you'll go ahead and turn to Romans 8, we'll start in verse 18, but I want to talk about just a little bit more of where we're arriving to as you're turning there. The Lord has been teaching us and instructing us that He is preparing us for revival. We have been in preparation. The Lord has been having us receive things from Him, from His heart, that are preparing us for the day where we can interact with one another again. He's preparing us for the day of revival. We've talked about that, that He has brought us, oh man, this gets me excited. He's brought us to the valley of the dry bones that we, his children, could speak over them, that they would live again, that they would come to life again, there would be flesh on them again. The breath of life, the Spirit of God would come into them. And guess what? That's That's not something new for this body. The Lord has said he's doing that. The Lord said that months and months and months ago, that he was calling the prodigal sons and daughters home. Those that were lost, that would now be found. Those that were dry bones, that would now be restored. We've talked about this word as a staff. We've been meeting on Thursday nights just to pray and, and seek the Lord together. And this word anticipation continues to grow. And we had a sermon several weeks ago, several weeks ago about feeding an atmosphere of anticipation. That we would be so focused on what the Lord is doing right now and so excited for what He's doing next. Not worried about these far off things, but so engaged with what the Lord is doing right now that this would grow an atmosphere of anticipation for what's coming, and then that we would be united in spirit. Acts 2.44 says that they were together and they had all things in common. Acts 2 is our first glimpse of what happens when the Spirit of God enters the picture and the people receive Him fully. They were together and they had all things in common. We're together this morning and the Spirit is bringing us to this place where we would have all things in common, completely and totally united in spirit. Now looking at Romans 8, 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. Jay and I talked about this passage. You don't have to look very hard to see that things are not really going super great. But what I see, the Lord was pointing this out to me this week. There's no more gray areas. There's light and there's dark. Amen. I'm sick of messing around with the gray areas. There's what is of God and what isn't of God. That just makes this easier. It makes this process easier. It makes this fight easier because we're not dealing with any of the gray. There's no more gray. And we were talking about this, and the Lord brought us to this passage, Jay and I. And as Jay was talking about this passage, the Lord just said, it's time for creation to no longer wait eagerly for the revealing of the sons of God. But it's time for creation to rejoice because they've encountered the presence of the sons and daughters of God. 
walking in the fullness of who they've been called to be, and that creation would be impacted by it because the sons and daughters of God are establishing the kingdom in those places. Everything out there, all of creation was made for His glory. Was made for His glory. And just as we unlock potential within one another, being this body of Christ, we can unlock the potential of what creation was intended to be as we operate in the fullness of who God has called us to be. As we establish the kingdom of heaven in places. I thought it was silly. I mean, not silly, but it's just an entertaining thought that this... The the kingdom of God could be established in such a way at my house that animals would flock to it, that the grass would just grow supernaturally. That would be a blessing in West Texas. (laughs) That's tough. That grass is tough. But that you would just see the overflow of the kingdom of God existing. You would see it in the natural realm. Because the sons and daughters of God are established in that place in the fullness of who they've been called to be. That's exciting to me. It's time for creation to rejoice because they've encountered the sons and daughters. Go to verse 28. And we know that those who love God, all things work together for good. Amen? Amen. We've talked about that before. I hope, a lot of, I hope all of you have testimony to that truth. I know I do, especially in this time that we're coming out of. I've got a lot of testimony of how The goodness of God follows me and pursues me. For those who are called according to his purpose, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. You have been called and you have been justified. Do you receive that? I've got some questions for you this morning. These are big questions, and I need you to take this very seriously. And I need you to ask yourself these questions and answer honestly. But how easy was it for this time to be taken away? It didn't take much. It did not take much at all. And this time was gone for a long time. Praise God because he did a lot of great things in it, but this time was taken away. God moved mightily, but this time was gone. And look at the state of our world. Look at, what, look at what has transpired just in the last few weeks and where we find ourselves right now. The beginning of the year, 2020, I don't think you would think that we would be here in June, that we would go through what we've gone through as the body of Christ across the world. Shut down across the world. Living in a place where it's better to break into a store than have a church service. Very interesting stuff. But praise God, because there's no gray areas anymore. We can only see evil plainly now. I'm so grateful. We can see evil plainly now. And we can see that the enemy has gone unchecked for a very long time. He has been allowed to establish things unchecked and unhindered for a long time. But today is that day where we get to say no more. Absolutely no more. The enemy has created a culture saturated in fear, doubt, and division. We worship it. 
He's come to steal, kill, and destroy. We know that through fear, doubt, and division. And guess what? It's a lot easier if he just creates a culture that is saturated with those three things. And that's what we see. You can see it so clearly. There's a culture outside of those doors that worships fear, doubt, and division. But no more if the sons and daughters of God will receive the fullness of what he has for them and from this day forward only walk in that fullness. Are you willing to, I mean, you've got to ask yourself, are you willing to not walk in complete and total freedom? Look how easily this can be taken away. Are you willing to come through these doors not operating in complete and total freedom throughout the week that what God would reveal, he would reveal the fullness of it when we get to gather together? Are you willing to not walk in that freedom? Are you willing to not live with expectation? Man, the Lord has hit me hard with this, how casually I would come into this building and gather with the sons and daughters of God. Man, and like all the fullness and goodness of my week, and what he did, I'm just kind of leave it at the house. We're just coming to church. We're just doing the thing. So casual with what the Lord was wanting to do and reveal and release. That I would actually walk through these doors with no expectation. Not anymore. If we're operating the way that God has called us to operate in the fullness. As the sons and daughters of God as we see in Acts. Pursuing the Lord individually, eyes fixed on Him, not mattering what the circumstance is, still walking on the water because our eyes are fixed on Jesus, allowing Him to move through us individually in great and mighty ways and establish the kingdom of God wherever we would go and then walk through these doors knowing what I've just seen all week in my own story. Now what's He going to do when we're all together? This isn't meant to be a resting station. This isn't meant to be a place where God now moves but where God continues to move. A big theme that he's had for us for several months in this process is that we are only taking steps forward, no steps back. That's what this time is to be. It's established to be only steps forward, no steps back. Because we've been moving all week long. And when we're coming here, we're just now, we're together. We're in one place together, which is hard for us to do, we know. But we get to be together in this one time, continuing to move forward, already moving forward from what the Lord has been doing all week. Again, are you willing to take this time casually any longer? Are you willing to take your walk casually any longer? You turn on and you see what's going on today. The world cannot afford the sons and daughters of God to take this casually any longer. And that's encouraging. That's exciting. Because it's prepped and it's ready. It's prepped and it's ready to receive the fullness of God. The Lord has so prepped people, prepped the individual that they would hear a glimpse of truth. They would encounter the Spirit of God for which they were created for and boom. Like that, they would receive him and they would know who they are in him and they would walk in it. Amen. Randy said this as just as testimony of his counseling that if there's 100 steps, 1 through 50 are getting done like that. Amen. Amen. The Lord has prepped the individual to receive the truth 
of God. We're in those times. And then the last thing is you've got to receive this, that you have been anointed. You have been anointed. Jay said this this morning. I think it's so funny. You've been anointed, and what that means is that you are unable for what comes next. But you have been anointed to carry the presence of God into all of those places that He could work freely through you and establish His kingdom in and through you. You have been anointed in a big and powerful way. In 1 John 2, 27, it says, But the anointing that you received from Him abides in you. It remains in you. And you have no need that anyone should teach you, but as His anointing, His Spirit teaches you about everything and is true and is no lie. Just as it has taught you, abide in Him, remain in Him. It's time for the children of God to walk in the power of God. To walk in the fullness of what God has. The world is prepped. The people outside are ready. It, it, they're not going to get any more ready for the Spirit of God to receive it. We are the sons and daughters. The sons and daughters. And now we have the gift, this opportunity to walk in the fullness of that authority and that power as sons and daughters to the King of Heaven, establishing His kingdom everywhere we go, that each footstep that you take, if you were to just walk outside and we just scattered across the town and started walking, that every step you took, the kingdom of God would fill that step. Think about it. That as you drive down the road, as people pass you, they would encounter Creator. Creation encountering Creator. That they would come in contact with that, with that that they were made for. Not knowing God, not having a relationship with God, not knowing a single thing about Jesus. But the fullness of God would encounter them in a, in a moment. And they would know. Right then and there. It's time for our our frame of mind to be totally broken down and restructured as to what is possible for God to do in these days. What is possible for God to do during this time where we gather in this house? What it's supposed to look like? One of the big things that we've been talking about as a staff is that the Lord, the Lord is really wanting to do something specific each and every Sunday. So we have no idea, I'm telling you now, you've been warned, no idea what, what a Sunday morning will look like. Up until this morning, we didn't even know if there'd be music or not. Didn't know. There may be times where you walk through that door, the Lord has one word for you, and then you got to walk out and you got to get busy. But this time is going to reflect the Father's heart. And it will reflect the Father's heart as we live pursuing the Father's heart outside of this time. That's exciting. I am excited. This community is so ready for what the Lord has and how He wants to establish His kingdom here. Through you, the anointed. Through you, the sons and daughters of God. That's exciting. You have been prepared for revival. And guess what time it is? It's harvest time. It is time for the harvest. 
And I see a lot of workers in here. I see a lot of them. Just in our small area of West Texas, when this house, not if, but when this house operates in the fullness of all that God has for us individually, the kingdom of God will consume it like fire. Totally saturated. So are you ready? Are you ready to walk in the fullness of all that God has for you? Because who knows when this will get taken away again. But we know now it can be. So I, for one, will not waste it. And I, I confess, and I'm asking for your forgiveness because I wasted it a lot before. I took who God has called you to be casually. And I took my time with you casually. No, no, no. I want the fullness of all that God has for you and for me, and I want to see what that happens when we get together. What does that look like? What picture does that paint when we operate in the fullness of God? What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Amen? If God is for you, who can be against you? Operate in the fullness of who he's called you to be. Because you are a giant in the kingdom of heaven, and you are called to big and mighty and powerful things in your communities, in your daily life. The Lord has called you to establish his presence wherever you go. That's a big call. But you have been chosen. You have been predestined. You have been justified to do just that right now. The Lord saw that there would be a pandemic that would spread across the earth in a matter of months. The Lord saw that there would be riots and there would be cities burning. And he said, I'll send Danny. I'll establish Sammy. I'll send Max. And I will establish my kingdom and my spirit in them. And they will establish my kingdom here on earth. That's what he thought about you. He knew what was coming and he had a perfect answer. His presence in you, specifically you. You could have existed across any period of time, but you exist now. And you exist to operate in fullness. Because you have big and mighty things planned for you. Amen. I'm going to ask the team to come up. We're going to start worshiping. And I just really, I want this time to be a time where you receive all that God has for you, that you would be commissioned, that you would be charged, and you would go forth from here on in fullness of what God has. That you would receive all that God has during this time. Your heart would reflect yes and amen to whatever God has each and every day, and that you would go out into the world and we would see it start now. And that you would, I, I can't wait for the word next week. I'm already excited. The Lord's already shared it with me. I can't wait to give it to you. I'm going to, I have to hold on though. I have to, he's checking me a little bit. Don't release it just yet. Um, 
man, God has so much goodness in store for us. And know this and receive this truth. The goodness of God is fighting and pursuing you with ferocity. But it's a river. Oh, man, it's a river. This person I was having a conversation with said the Spirit of God started teaching him about a river that he was now in, receiving and then letting it flow out of him. I was just like, oh, my goodness. This dude's not listened to any of our teaching. This dude's not listened to us, pursued what the Lord has been doing here. The Spirit of God has spoken it. We exist in the river, exist in the river with the valve open, let it flow in and let it flow out all around you and watch the goodness of God infect everything. Let the kingdom of God establish itself in all the places that you would go, all the places that you would dwell and be blessed. Lord, we are, we are so excited for what you have. We are so excited for what you're doing. We are so excited. We are so honored to be a part of all that it is that exists in your heart for this time, for this day and age. Kingdom of God, we pray that you would be established through us. Spirit of God, you have complete and total freedom to move through us. We will not take our days casually. We will not take our time here on this earth lightly. We will arise each and every day with active anticipation and expectation for what you're going to do in that day. How you're going to move through us individually in that day. And we will walk through these doors each and every Sunday, each and every Wednesday, carrying expectation with us of you to continue doing what you've been doing in and through us all week. Lord, I pray that this building could not hold the kingdom of God that will be established here. Could not contain the fullness of all that you're going to establish. We love you. We praise you. We thank you that we have arrived to this degree of glory where we can gather together. We thank you. We thank you that it was by your word and by your revelation that we are meeting this morning. Because it was in your perfect timing and your working on the individual that now you said, okay, you're ready. So everyone in here has been made ready to receive what the Lord has this morning and to actively walk in it from here on out. Thank you, Lord. Spirit, we live by you and we will walk in step with you. We pray that our communities would see that, that they would speak of testimony of our walking and living in the Spirit, being in perfect step with the Spirit, being united in the Spirit. Begin to give us vision now of how you would have this house operate in our communities, how you would have us move, that we would be in perfect unity with you, Spirit of God. We love you and we pray that this time of worship that you would just be blessed. Your heart would rejoice that all of heaven would rejoice as we come to just bless your name, to bring you praise, to bring you glory. But also in this time, I pray that we would receive all that you have. Deposit it now. Release it now. 
that we would receive the fullness of all that you have for us. And we would not go back ever. But we would continue moving forward from one degree of glory to the next. Ever increasing. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this message. For more resources, visit sundownchurch.com.